Welcome to Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I'm Nick. I'm Nick number two. Oh. I am very excited for our podcast this week. Um, we're finally doing an entirely sports podcast. It has been a while since we really talked about sports, so I think this is good timing. Yeah, when we first uh, said we were doing this podcast and we made our first podcast, we said... We're going to be doing a podcast about movies, television, trivia, sports, politics, and it's really been movies, TV, and trivia for a while. So if you're not a sports person, too bad. Uh, They always say when making podcasts, do seven episodes for no one, then do one episode for yourself. Who says that? They. They, they do. The podcasters. The podcasters. The podcasts. Big big podcast. Big podcast. Uh, before, 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 no, I guess before I was combining before and first. So I was like, before, first, before, before <laughs> um, leaving all that in. But first, before we get into the sports, how are things going? I've got some, some basic questions that I want us to start every podcast with from here until we stop in probably like two weeks. What have you watched this week and what pissed you off this week? Can they be related? They can be related. Actually, I didn't really think about that, but yeah, that kind of works this time. Uh, do you want me to go first? I guess I'll go first as, as you were asking me. Um, but yeah, no. So, I mean, you're making it seem like we're going to watch something new every week, which I guess does kind of happen just with this content rich uh, life that we live in now. Um, yeah. So, kind of quietly happened but i saw on netflix that uh a new series or i don't know what they're calling it for the show um but a new the third season or whatever came out for uh disenchantment um for those who do not know um this is a the, the first kind of um you know first kind of streaming service that matt graining groaning bruning i don't know however you want to pronounce his last name um first streaming service that he uh, show that he's doing on a streaming service uh you know after the simpsons and futurama um and this is supposed to be a kind of fantasy kind of world environment uh for what he says for adults you know um which i think he uses that term very loosely it's not um i wouldn't really say it's too adult themed compared to like other animated um sitcoms um but anyway, so I started watching that, uh, or I started it and then finished it, um, because they're only like 20 minutes, and there's only like 10 episodes. So You had, you had seen the first two seasons? No, I was, so I was very confused. No, no. So I, yeah, of course, I, I did see the first two seasons. Um, and so I guess what pissed me off, and I have other things that pissed me off too, um, but this show, I mean, I could go on a whole episode about this, but I'll keep it brief, but the show just doesn't. I feel like like I really want to love it. I love his animation style. You know, it's very much taking uh, the artistic style from The Simpsons to Futurama, um, uh, you know, kind of making it its own. Um, I think there's a lot more detail and like kind of the environments really do like look hand-drawn. It does feel like it's in a fantasy setting. I just, it just doesn't seem like the show knows what it is. Um, And they don't know where the show's going. It's like they start these plot lines and then they don't really go anywhere. And then it's like, what was this about? What was the season four? And they tend to end on uh, air quotes, you know, um, and down on the, like uh, cliffhangers, but 
not really cliffhangers if you don't really know what's going on i don't know it's it's really weird and it's just annoying because it's like i feel like i'm in the same position i was in the end of season two like they didn't really add anything here and it's there i don't know there is adding a lot of different things it, it, it's not just a fantasy world i don't know it also seems like and there's discussion about this that's like within the same world as futurama as well so um that's been kind of interesting don't know if that's a fan theory um but uh there has been um use of uh like the professor and um and fry uh their their models uh within some crystal ball i don't know um and the, so anyway. the, the people who voice aren't there a lot of voice actors from futurama in it there are, yeah. So they actually are, and um, so that would make it hard if they were to do some sort of crossover. Like, hey, we're in the same universe. I don't know. I'll just chalk that up to being a fan theory, and I hate it. And I'm not going to talk about that. We don't have to talk fan theories ever again. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so I, it's like I really want to like the show. Um, I'm like, I keep watching it, so I, I, I do. I like the characters. I think the characters are good. The voice acting is good. Animation is good. I just don't think they know where they're going with this. Uh, it, I think it's just Netflix came to him like, hey, here's a pile of cash. Make a show. And he's like, okay. And there's this show. So I, I think um, they, they're still trying to plan out. And I think they kind of had like a meta joke about that. It, it seemed like they're like, oh, we're kind of figuring this out as we go. And like some of the, uh, one of the characters said that. And it's like, I think you're talking about yourself. Um, so that was actually kind of funny. Um, but that doesn't excuse them. Anyway, so I still like it. If you're into his animation, uh, the show, um, and uh, just his work, I think it's it's worthwhile. And there are some funny moments, but I think most of the jokes are kind of old and uh, I don't know, or mostly it's like sight gags written on signs. And even then, this is not really funny because I'm stuck reading there the, the signs and trying to catch every single sign that has some wordplay whatever joke um so anyway so that kind of pissed me off uh, but that's something i also watched this week as well so that was fun um another thing that pissed me off um i was down to my last oreo and, and so i was really craving oreos and so i eventually got oreos but then i was down to my last one and i had coffee ran out of milk but i had coffee i'm like oh, i wonder if, like oh, it should be good you know dip an oreo into coffee didn't realize how hot my coffee still was and so the the oreo just kind of um, liquefied and before I could even eat it and then I'm just like whoa I was really excited for that last Oreo um, so that pissed me off uh, and then that also kind of ruined my coffee when I got to the end and there's just um, a sludge of Oreo at the bottom <laughs> still drank it um, I'm not gonna let that go to waste so that pissed me off but speaking of sludge there, um, another thing that pissed me off this week is my sink uh, just kind of I want to say exploded but <laughs> there's <laughs> I'll just say the stuff exploded from it in my kitchen sink. Um, and so, but it happened when I was out. And so I came in, it smelled kind of weird. And there was like just this black sludge all over my sink and the dishes, the dishes that have definitely not been sitting there for a few weeks. Um, and there was just black sludge everywhere. I'm just like, well, well shit, I gotta clean this up now. Um, and then I, it was like kind of clogged. And I was like, well, I have to get this unclogged again within the last couple of weeks because I've been having sink issues. Um, anyway, it eventually just kind of fixed itself is it weird. Um, but now I'm eyeing this anyway. So it's been a fun week. Um, fun week, a lot of snow. So that kind of made up for it. I like snow and we're getting a lot of snow here. It's snow like four times within two weeks. It's 
like well over a foot now. Anyway, so that's been my week. How about you? What have you watched? I'm not going to lie. When I created this idea to ask these two questions, I didn't realize it was going to send you on <laughs> such a tangent. <laughs> so. this, has been my, this has been my most eventful week in 2021. So there you go. I, I do have some questions that I wasn't able to squeeze in during your rant there. Uh, I'll just ask the one then. Did you get the, the Lady Gaga Oreos? No, no. I didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> they taste like Lady Gaga. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't She has her own Oreos now, Does which... Good for her. That's how you know you've made it. Also, I was going to ask if you've tried the new uh, Coca-Cola with coffee. I, someone sent that to me um, as a picture through Snapchat. That's a weird way to say that. Um, and I didn't know how to react to that. So I have not tried that. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. You know, I'm debating whether or not to try it because, like, I still don't really like coffee. Oh, I doubt it really tastes like coffee. I learned that when I, we got uh, Panera the other day and we got coffee and I was trying to, like, not because it was an online order that they just like sent, right. you know, to the, so I was like, I'm not going to do my normal amount of uh, sugar that I put in it. So yeah. let me just try and put what like a normal person would put in it. And then I got it. And I was like, this is so gross. And then you shamefully pour tons of sugar in it. No, I drank like half of it. And then I was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm. So uh, what I watched this week. Um, I probably know the answer to this. Well, part of it is for uh, things that were required for some of my classes. So I watched Get Out again, which I, oh, hadn't, nice. I hadn't seen Get Out since like... It like kind of first came out? Yeah, when it like first came to like Redbox or whatever we watched oh, it yeah, on. Right. So it's been a long time since I've seen Get Out. So that was good to watch again. Watched uh, Queen's Gambit. We watched oh, yeah. the, whole, the whole thing in this last week, which I know we were late to the game on that. Uh, earlier than me. I still have to watch it. It's on my Oh, list. really? I, I think that you would like it. It, I being I'm, as you like chess and the actress get her name right it's Not she's got actress. it's multiple names i don't anya taylor joy come on there, i would I, say she's very underrated but i think now she's becoming rated um she's just like now she's in everything now kind of like a jennifer lawrence type <laughs> where she, uh, she just kind of takes off and is i could definitely yeah that's a good comparison yeah. uh also watched half of the movie the Watchmen. I had never seen it before. Did you not finish it? No, you. I was kind of upset you didn't respond to any of my snaps because I kept snapping you and saying, I don't like this movie. Well, exactly. I did not want to give that any type of acknowledgement. Um, it's not for everyone. Um, it's It's not, it shouldn't be for any. <laughs> well, okay, okay, okay. The the From my understanding, I haven't read it, um, but it does not do the graphic novel any justice whatsoever. Um, well, that's good to hear. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah. As with most movie adaptations of you know, the kind of medium, um, yeah. So I, I know, I and know. like I read reviews, and people are like, people who don't like this are used to like these super action-packed like comic book movies right. and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but also like I just felt like I don't know the writing and acting seemed bad too, which is yeah. like. If you're gonna have an action-packed comic book movie, you don't notice as much that the writing and acting is bad. So, like, <laughs> if it's all like story-driven and also bad writing and bad acting, it's more noticeable. Yeah, and I feel like when I was first watching it, um, 
I was like, I was really young too. I, at an age, I probably shouldn't have been watching something like that. I didn't really fully understand what was going on. So maybe I, I got kind of confused, like uh, to the, maybe not to the plot overall, but just like how the scenes and acts were progressing. It was just seemed like eh, kind of all over the place. Um, but yeah, no, I think um, if I, wa- I need to rewatch it soon. Um, because it's a show it's like a show well that's why i was i was supposed to watch the first two episodes of the show for one of my classes and i was like i know that i don't technically have to watch the movie first but i'd like to watch the movie first and then i got halfway through the movie and was like i don't but then i ended up better i ended up dropping the class that i was supposed to watch the shows in so i didn't i haven't (laughs) seen i haven't seen the show yet either but i've heard the show is pretty good yeah, that's that's why you're too. Um, but yeah, no, Rush, Rorschach is my favorite character in that one. In the movie. In the movie. Uh, see, he was my least favorite. In the... <laughs> okay. Just I just felt him. his like voice and everything oh, was yeah. so like ridiculously over the top. I am Rorschach. Like he, it. I honestly was like, couldn't tell if it was a, supposed to be a parody of like detective show, like movies and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I was like. I feel like it is, but there's no way it can be because it's not funny enough to be a parody. <laughs> so yeah, catch me if you can sucks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you seemed insulted that I was shitting on this movie, so I thought I'd throw another movie. Well, uh, yeah, no, I, I, um, I just remember. I think I may have liked it more. I don't know if I watch it now. I probably won't like it. So, what pissed me off this week? Uh, I came I up with this. I came up with this because I was driving down from uh, Pennsylvania to Virginia and I was getting really pissed off. So I was like, I want to just talk about how people, uh, especially in Maryland in Vir- and Virginia, but it seems like a lot of other places, they don't understand what the left lane of a highway is for. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um just being in Maryland for a few years of my life. Um, yeah, they, they're not really good drivers or know what lanes are and also just don't really understand that they have to stay in their lane. That's, um, yeah, that's another thing too, but like- Anyway, that's a different thing. Just, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm like not surprised. <laughs> big trucks mm. just like driving under the speed limit in, under, the, yeah. in the left lane. And of course, like, you know all the other lanes that people are flying by so you have to like get around them to get and it's just like that you're talking about like 95 right yeah, yeah like 95 495 66 has been an absolute night this is i mean nobody outside of our bubble listens to this so like right. i feel like I'll, they'll understand these roads that we keep throwing out there um but 66 is a complete nightmare right now because there's like right after dc which is like I don't know if you realize this, uh, a very highly populated area. Mm. Uh, you've got a four lane highway that in one section of like a three mile strip switches to a two lane highway. Yep. Uh, so that backs up for quite a while. So just in general traffic and people not understanding what a left lane is for pisses me off. Also uh, single person gendered bathrooms. That pisses me off because I was, again, yeah. driving from Pennsylvania <laughs> down to Virginia and I stopped because I really had to pee and I get inside. The men's room is locked because somebody's in there. The The women's one is open, but I don't like, like if there was no sign that said women's, if it just was a bathroom, I would have used it. Well, but, oh, yeah, obviously. But I feel like I can't go in there 
like because it says women's despite the fact that all it is is a toilet a sink and a door yeah and like it's one person only one person is allowed in at a time well there probably so, wasn't any urinal in there and only men can pee you know i was we cannot course, use anything other than the urinal i was of course waiting for the men's room to open yeah. and somebody came in behind me and just walked right past me and went into the women's one and i was like go like i'm i mean what's if there's no one near you who's who's gonna stop you from going in there and then i mean sure maybe if, if someone's waiting and you walk out of the women maybe you get a look but at that point it's just like hey i had to go <laughs> well that's what so i'm standing here really having to pee and this guy goes straight into the women's one. Yeah. Finally, the men's one opens up, uh, and there was another guy behind me. And as I'm leaving after I've used the bathroom, the man who went into the women's room comes out. And his friend who came with him was about to take his spot in the women's room. But then a woman showed up. So this is like, you know, the ultimate nightmare of like, oh, I'm just going to go use this bathroom. And then somebody comes up who's supposed that bathroom is supposed to be designated for. So what I'm saying is there's absolutely no need. Like I get people who are like, oh, like, you know, if there's a multi stall bathroom, like, you know, but if it's a, if it's just one person in a bathroom at a time, there's absolutely no reason for it to be a women's bathroom or a men's bathroom. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, and in that situation, I also would have waited. <laughs> I just would have, um, yeah, I just, I, I would have. Uh, yeah, had... it's. We should never have to Shouldn't have we? to make these decisions. There should just be a bathroom with a lock that one person can go in. I'm full support of single person bathrooms everywhere, just because I think that's better. Uh, but it for my own personal preference to use a bathroom where no one else is around me. (laughs) Um, So I fully support single person bathrooms with no gendering. I think a lot of people would support that. Yeah, that's so that's where I'm at now. That's what I got pissed off about because I had to wait in line to use a bathroom. I guess we'll just get into sports now. I don't think of bathrooms. I'm (laughs) well, okay. Speaking of bathrooms. Bathrooms at sports stadiums suck. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like they put no consideration into them yep. at all, like purposely. They're like, these don't need to be in any type of shape at all because there's yep. just going to be a bunch of drunk people in it. There's going to be no privacy at all either. Hey, just uh, go in this trough. Okay. Yeah. I, luckily, I've never used a trough because that blows my mind that they're like, this is an acceptable thing for people to use. <laughs> So I feel like we could spend a whole episode on just bathrooms, but there is a, a bar. Um, it's actually, uh, it, it was right near where I worked. Um, it sucked. We only went there for like really cheap, happy hours uh, and just for the convenience of being close to the, to the office. Um, but there was like, it, technically it was small enough to be like a one to two person bathroom. It was uh, gendered. Um but then instead of a urinal, so I had an usual stall, instead of a urinal, I had a, a trough, but it was like a, an L trough for like fitting the, the corner of the wall. So <laughs> it was just a really weird setup <laughs> for, for like a one to two, maybe three, you might be able to fit someone on the other uh, other side there, but L, um, uh, bathroom. So I don't know, just, that just reminded me of that. 
I don't I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember this one place we went in the Poconos where it was not a single person bathroom, but when you went inside, all there was was a toilet and a urinal with like, I think there was like a privacy divider on the urinal, but there was still like a toilet with no stall or anything. Yes, yes I do remember that. <laughs> I was like, how is this meant for more than one person? <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, either I repressed something <laughs> that had that uh i was so uh, i felt so awkward about or yeah no i definitely it's not i don't even think there was a lock option it was one of those doors where you just like push it open and it was just like there's a toilet right here (laughs) then a urinal (laughs) speaking of sports (laughs) but sports it's it's uh it's a weekend for sports right it is yeah i keep saying this is a sports podcast in reality we are talking mostly entirely about one sport uh, the big game is this weekend. The big game. Um, you'll only hear it as the big game. Yeah, because we, we can't call it that other name. Although, who would call us on it? Nobody's going <laughs> to. The, the NFL just has people listening to every single like thing on, on the planet to make sure nobody says the SB word. Yeah, they're really the NSA here. <laughs> Reminds me of the episode of uh, Sunny, the World Series defense, where Charlie is talking about the frenetic, <laughs> the Philly, <laughs> yeah. the Philly, Philly frenetic. frenetic. Yeah. So, uh, big game tomorrow, or we're we're recording this on Saturday, so most likely Four, once you've yeah. listened to it, the big game has already happened, and uh, the insert team here has beaten the other team uh, by a score of this to that, mm-hmm. and most likely it will involve Brady winning or losing well no well no 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 um the NFL kind of rigged it I think in his favor to um have Brady win because this might be his last year um if it is his last year I'm he can win if it's not gonna be his last year I don't want him to win also I don't want him to win ever again after that I yeah (laughs) I just I guess I I just yeah, okay, maybe I would be fine with him winning. As long as it's not the Patriots, it's fine. I also don't want Kansas City to become the new, like, Patriots, <laughs> you know? Like, this this huge dynasty uh, that's just going to win every single game. That's going to be annoying. Yeah, I don't want any team to, like, continuously win every year unless it's the Eagles, if that happens with the Eagles, which it will – obviously, we're making it very hard for that to ever happen again. <laughs> we'll see next year. Yeah, we'll see if we can break five wins next year. So I don't know if they're actually doing it tonight. They usually, the night before the big game, that's when they do all of the awards, right? Isn't yes. it? Yes, yes, yes. And so I've we, gotten a few alerts about that. Oh, I have not. So I don't know I, who's I don't know who's winning what, but we came up with our own awards. True. So did. did you actually come up with, like, pick people too? Or is this just mm-hmm. me? Okay, good. No, no, I picked people. Oh. I, I didn't pick different awards i just i just followed um, you followed the awards that i did right yeah yeah. you can see how much planning we put in i had (laughs) yes i had some input into this well you know that's what oh yeah you did our listeners aren't here for like you know structure you know they they like this organized chaos i think all right so we came up with our own nfl honors and some nfl awards that we would like to give out uh, the first award was one I was very excited uh, to 
create because I think, I think my person is fully deserving of this and I'm excited to hear is. who your person is. Uh, this is the Got Boned Award. This is somebody who was absolutely screwed this year uh, in some sort of way, shape or fashion by their team or their teammates or just life in general. Uh, so who did you give your Got Boned Award to? Uh, I actually have a few on this list. I won't name the one I think I, I or I know for sure you're going to mention. Um, the first one, though, I did have was uh, David Johnson back, um, currently on Houston. And in light of new information, I think it's it, it makes sense now that I, I have him up here. Um, although he had a pretty decent season, now he's going to be on a team without like a um, a. a, a starting well i mean he'll have a starting quarterback but an all-star quarterback uh in deshaun watson um you know because deshaun watson was out and then i think on paper the cardinals have a better team uh and you know especially now uh with um deandre hopkins um the quarterback <laughs> i'm spacing right now on his name murray. Um, murray yeah kyler murray um who's also a really good um quarterback um I think he definitely, definitely got uh, got shafted or screwed um, when they did that uh, that trade. I mean, they probably wouldn't have gotten DeAndre Hopkins without giving up David Johnson. Um, but I think you know he got the you know shorter straw there when he went to Texans. They didn't have a great season. They probably won't have a great season for a while, uh, especially if their <laughs> their uh, all star quarterback goes somewhere else. I don't know who else they would have. Um, but yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of talent leaving leaving that team if if they get rid of watson they're not gonna have a winning record again during johnson's career <laughs> yeah no seriously yeah i feel bad for watt there as well oh he's uh, i think they're gonna release him so that he can sign with another yeah. team that's the last i heard really okay wow that's really but yeah so he's up there so that would be a trade related one i also had a couple here for injury um which was michael thomas um if Michael Thomas wasn't injured for most of the season, he would have probably had um, uh, a huge, huge season uh, just with him and Breeze. It's a shame he wasn't able to to play uh, with Breeze, you know, in Breeze's last season. Um, I think he's coming back, but go on. I think he is coming back. It seemed like he wasn't. I don't know. So, like, once the playoffs stop, I just stop following anything football related. <laughs> so. I am just in the dark here about certain things. Okay, so maybe he comes back. Yeah, but uh, he would have just, and I mostly say this because I drafted him like first round, first pick. Um, so that also hurts a bit. Another one who I hoped was going to have a good season was uh, DJ Chark Jr. Um, so he's, he was injured for most of the time, but he also had quarterback issues, we'll say. So I think he's, the, his main handicap right now is just his quarterback there in Jacksonville. And I know they went between a couple quarterbacks, um, which doesn't help. But, yeah, so I think he definitely got screwed um, out of a decent season um, because he was trending upwards. And, um, yeah, also on my fantasy team, and it annoyed me. Anyway, on one of my fantasy teams, I don't like him. But there's another one, but I think you're going to mention him. Yeah, so when thinking about this award that I created, uh, I thought – the first person that actually came to mind and I didn't pick him was actually uh, Deshaun Watson because they took really? away like one of the best receivers in the league from True. him. Uh, so I think he really got screwed there. Although he did then, have Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks. 
Yeah. Would you not would you not trade all three of them for DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but the person I picked who I think got absolutely screwed this year uh was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. Yeah. Ryan Fitzmagic Fitzpatrick. He should have remained the starter throughout the entire season. And honestly, I kind of like I know it really sucked the last game of the season he couldn't play because of COVID. Uh, but in my mind, it was like, they didn't like they benched him. And so that he couldn't play and then they didn't make the playoffs. And that was kind of like retribution in my mind because he was, I actually like had him on my fantasy team and he was like my starting quarterback over Tom Brady. Cause he was putting up fantasy points. And I just feel like he just is out there just chucking the ball around and he's fun to watch and was doing well for the team. And then they're like, yeah, but we drafted this guy and he needs to be the future of the team. So we're going to pull you to start this guy. And he was like, eh, when he played. So I think uh, Fitzmagic really got boned this year. And I would, yeah, I, I would totally agree. I feel like this started earlier in the season. I don't know. Also during football, I don't really pay attention to anything going on. So I may be wrong. Uh, this will um, be a great podcast. <laughs> so I forget exactly when they talked about it. I feel like it was like kind of early on. Fourth, fifth, I don't know. But he was doing really well. There was no reason to pull him. I understand giving Tua, um, who's your rookie quarterback, giving him some reps. Um, but I think it, it was at the expense of, you know, creating some volatility within your offense. Um, and although he did pretty well, uh, I think – you just didn't really show enough, con- a lot of confidence in um, Fitzmagic, who was, you know, started out as your starter. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I would totally agree. And it's a shame what they did to him. Which he had a great season. Even with all that stuff that happens, like our next award is biggest surprise. I put the Dolphins as my biggest surprise, specifically, like how well their defense did. Okay, defense. Yeah, uh, Didn't and they end I mean, like eight and eight. I forget, but their was... their defense ended up like m- giving them a shot at making the playoff. I think they got kicked, like they missed the playoffs at ten and six. I think or ten and six. I didn't. I could have looked that up, but they had like they had a no. We don't look things up. They had a turnover in I think every single game this season, which is impressive. That's and, very, that's very impressive. So yeah, it was just I feel like the you know the Dolphins almost making the playoffs kind of came out of nowhere for me. So that was my big surprise this year. Was that surprise? Yeah, it's our biggest surprise. A big surprise. Um, could be either team or person. Uh, I have a couple of teams here. I said, okay, this might be a stretch. I, I did say the Bills. I just say that because I just think um, Josh Allen's uh, to where he is today compared to where he was two years ago, two seasons ago, is such a huge difference. He has had a tremendous. Uh, change something happened i don't know um he must have started eating wheaties i guess i don't know do people still eat wheaties is that still the breakfast of i, I think everyone just jewels now jewels. <laughs> <laughs> he needs yeah he doesn't he's jewels doesn't breakfast anyway um yeah no i think just his progression from two years ago to where he is today uh almost making it to the super bowl um i think that's that's the, it's amazing, but also kind of surprised me. Um, he didn't really impress me in his, his first season, but now I'm all about Josh Allen. And of course, um, if we're going with teams here, I gotta say the Browns, um, whose head coach did win head coach of the year. Uh, I did see that. Oh, um, 
Yeah, uh, taking them. Uh, what was it back in 2001, 2002? They um, that was the last time they went to a playoff, uh, you know, a playoff game, and uh, they they were able to do that. Um, beat beat the Steelers, who were imposters. Um, not to, yeah, I'll be honest, they were imposters. They should not have been. But yeah, they 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 beat the Steelers handsomely. Um, but yeah, no, they 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 were a fun team. Um, and yeah, it was it was a shame to see them go, but yeah, they. They they had no chance. Um, just yeah, I, but I, I like the players there. I like the the heart of the team. I think they'll they'll do well in the future. So they they surprised me. Was there any particular person that surprised you? Uh, a person. Uh, I mean, I was surprised. I was surprised how bad Carson Wentz was this year. <laughs> um, that was such as the, okay. Yes, that was a surprise. Um, I'll be honest. I it took me a while to get on the Hertz train, um, but he kind of surprised me just with his production. Didn't win games, that many games, uh, but I don't know, just his level of production was kind of outrageous from a fantasy perspective as well. I don't know, like when I think biggest surprise, I don't know why. I immediately think Stefan Diggs to fight despite the fact that I told everyone that he was going to do really well in <laughs> Buffalo. So it's like, I guess I was surprised that I was right about something. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. Cause like oh, that surprised was, me too. He was on my radar, like in all of my fantasy drafts. And I think I only, I got him in one of my five teams and I was kind of bummed about that because I knew that like, he was like, cause you know, Josh Allen was just begging for somebody. He could just chuck it deep downfield to, and he oh, didn't yeah. have anybody. And then oh, I was yeah. like, this is going to be it. But he's yeah he's the opposite of the got boned award he's he he yeah. made out really well with that he um, he, he got gentle soft passionate <laughs> so, i don't know why that's the opposite of boned <laughs> all right <laughs> moving on Sports. yes moving on uh, our next award next award uh we call the best spokesman award a lot of nfl players past or present have really uh, gotten into the advertising game. And some of them, I actually think, are not that bad. Hmm. Uh, so okay. best, best Spokesman Award, I don't know how you feel, but I actually enjoy those at home with Baker Mayfield commercials. Thank you. Okay, so I totally forgot about that, but I don't know why. But yes, I love those too. Thank you for mentioning that. Those are hilarious. It's, it's like the one where he like goes to the car with his wife or girlfriend on order and then they like forget something and he has to keep going back in and he has to go through the metal detector each time yeah i think my favorite one is the uh the, it's starting to rain and he's trying to cover like every <laughs> single stadium seat and uh one of the uh um i don't want to say janitor i don't know i don't know who, one of the the custodians of the stadium um it's just like every seat <laughs> Uh, it's just really funny. Or have you seen the book club one where they're all like sitting in the bleachers, like oh, or yeah, in the stands? Like that's a good one too. And they're talking about I don't know some, some Cheryl or whatever. I don't know, someone yeah. who's not there who couldn't make it. It's, it's really funny. He's just dishing out, and then yeah, he's just then talking about the book in a very um, eloquent way. It, it's it's really funny. Those are good. Okay. Like was that. that? Did you have anybody else, or was that your? Uh, so I mean, I guess. Um, God, the ones I really don't like, though, is totally different, um, would just be like the, the Hulu has live sports thing. 
I just thought those are just lazy. I'm just like, hey, we're just and and they mentioned that too. It's like, hey, we're just giving these people money just to say this. I don't know, those are dumb. And they just have all types of athletes. But no, I kind of did a throwback. I didn't really think about this year because I for me it was actually kind of hard to think about. But for me, it's Donovan McNabb and Chunky Soup. Oh wow. <laughs> that's what I that's what I grew up with. <laughs> I love those commercials with his mom. And yeah, it's just like eat chunky soup and you'll be an NFL quarterback. <laughs> I think one that uh, another one I guess a bit more recent is um, Marshawn Lynch and Skittles. Although there wasn't a Skittles commercial per se, uh, he did kind of become like some of a spokesman for it, and they actually gave him his own special edition pack, you know, wrapping um, for Skittles. Uh, for those who don't know, he really loves the the fruity confection, and um, his mom would always, I, I believe, like after every game, and his mom would always give him like a thing of Skittles or after every touchdown, you know, he would get Skittles um, from his mom. Uh, and it, I guess it continued on into his uh, professional career. Um, so that became a, a, a big thing. Um, so I always thought that was, that, was, that was cute. And of course, you get all the Peyton Manning ones, but. And like. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. when they were super popular, like the chicken parm, like where you sing oh, about yeah. chicken parm? He's done a lot. He's really, he's yeah. really uh, just raking in the money for that one. Shaq, yeah. too. Different sport, but yeah, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, he also becomes like a uh, part owner for some of these products and companies where uh, he'll, he'll just kind of become a spokesman, even though he has like a best Yeah, I forget. Oh, I was watching a YouTube channel and they were talking about, they were like trying old snacks from like discontinued snacks oh, nice. yeah. there was like a, a shack candy bar and they were talking about Seriously. all of these products that shack has endorsed and there was an article one time on i forget what website where it was like the top 100 things endorsed by shaquille o'neal and it was like the fact that they could make a list of the top 100 things and like that didn't include everything that's insane i don't he must have some sort of debilit debilitating gambling debt or something <laughs> For him to feel the need to go into commercials for like general auto insurance, like that just blows yeah. my mind that somebody of his level is doing these terrible ass commercials. Yeah, he's he's the Nick Cage of uh, <laughs> sports, uh, former sports um, athlete, athletes, you know, doing commercials. Although Snoop Dogg did do one for the general, so I don't know what the general's paying. <laughs> um, but they must be doing something to take advantage of, uh, you know, marginalized groups to somehow have enough money to give to these soaks people. Anyway, I don't think there's any way to transition in between our awards. There isn't. Uh, it'll be like, oh no, if this is a video, we'd have a nice kind of title slide. Or yeah, next one is Fantasy Beast. Yeah. So somebody who you picked as just an all-out Fantasy Beast this year. My person that I chose, I didn't even have on any of my teams. Oh, God. So, uh, and that was Josh Allen, who, Josh Allen. like, I think he led fantasy football this year. So, yep. That's my, uh, that's all I got. He, Josh Allen, he yeah. even caught a touchdown this year, I think. He did. That's, if I recall, yes, 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 yes. Um, just outrageous stats when it comes to, and like, he, he had, um, like, between him and Diggs, you know, they, I think they both had, uh, franchise records, um, and he had a ton of rushing yards, passing yards, touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, all around great athlete. So yeah, he was he was on here. Um, so I, I have three main ones, um, and they were both on one single fantasy team for me. 
which won a championship. So yeah, it was Josh Allen. I'll say Dalvin Cook kind of had a monster year as well. And Travis Kelsey um, for me, Travis Kelsey, just his insane numbers. Um, I mean, they rival that of wide receivers and um, just compared to other tight ends, he just does not compare. Um, another one, I guess on here, I guess would be Stephon Diggs. Um, just what he had over 1400 yards receiving and tons of receptions. A few shout outs though, um, you know, some honorable mentions real quick. Uh, James Robinson, I, you know, this is when Leonard Fournette was still on the team and like oh, right before week one was happening, uh, they uh, cut him or did something, I forget. They, but eventually he went to Tampa Bay. And so I was like, wait, who's going to be their backup? Who's, who's like their backup? Who's going to be the starter now? And it was James Robinson. Um, that could be very risky, um, but I didn't really have any other running back uh, as a second. So picked him up. And he'd had a, he had a really good year. Um, he was a great, great replacement. Um, and also say Logan Thomas, tight end for wa the Washington football team. Um, he definitely helped me out in a bind where I had like no tight end. Um, he had a few good games that kind of helped me secure third place in the league. And I'll also say DeAndre Swift, um, rookie running back, made some, uh, posted some pretty decent numbers for a few weeks. Um, I think they should utilize him a bit more on Detroit. Um, but yeah, he definitely kind of came into his own and helped me near the end of the, the, the playoffs um, to fill in some gaps in my lineup. Um, but yeah, so that's it for me. Speaking of playoffs, playoffs, our next award we're calling the comeback team. So this is a team who missed the playoffs this year, but we think are going to come back to the playoffs next year. And I said for my team, I'm not going to lie. They missed the playoffs pretty, like, they did a really good job of missing the playoffs this year. <laughs> I don't think they were ever even in contention for Not it. even, okay. But it I wasn't think, one of those teams in the AFC. No, it wasn't, it. it wasn't like, they, oh, they were, if they had won this one game, they would have made it. But I think that the Chargers are going to make it next year. Wow. The Chargers. And I think a lot of the games that they lost this year came down to coaching and poor coaching. Mm. And they got rid of their coach. I don't remember who they picked instead. Um, but I think, you know, the rookie quarterback, Herbert, uh, I think Herbert. he looked pretty good last year. And I think he's going to be able to develop. And I think, you know, if they can get some stuff figured out, they can sneak in as a wild card team, probably lose the first round. But oh, yeah, it's, course. you know, it's a young team that they're building there. But sure. I think that they have a possibility to uh, finish second in their division. I actually, I think the Raiders, like, I think they ended at like eight and eight this year, but they. Maybe the other ones I think eight and eight, yeah. They are not good in my opinion. And I don't think bringing in Gruden, I don't Gruden, think bringing yeah. him in, paying him $10 million a year. I don't think that's done anything for this team. And I think it's ridiculous. No. And I think the Chargers are going to safely take second place in their division. And I think it's going to be good enough Especially if we stick with the seven-team playoffs, I think they can get in. Very true. I agree with that. This is my turn. Uh, yes. From this award, um, I don't have much to say about this. Uh, I may have already mentioned it a few times. Uh, just you know, with the players I was mentioning. Um, but I'd, I would say the Cardinals. I think they're much better than what we saw this year. I think a lot of it – um, you know, normal things you see when it comes to coaching, play calling. I feel like their games were pretty close. Um, it, it just, um, I think a lot of times it came down to the defense, not 
being able to to um, secure their victory. Um, I think they have the the players there to to get them there. Um, I think I think they needed some. It was like in that situation where their playoff hopes were uh, contingent on a single game outside, like their fate was for uh, up to a different team based on that outcome of the game. So it was really close. So they could have made the playoffs. I uh, also say the Vikings uh, offensively, fantastic group. Defensively, that was one of mine that I was yeah. considering. Defensively, very poor, terrible. Mm-hmm. Like the only reason they didn't make it is their defense. You look at their offensive numbers. Amazing. Uh, just like the stats, their wide receivers, uh, um, cousins gets a lot of flack, but he posted a really great year. Um, Maybe, you know, his interceptions were probably a bit too high, if I recall. Um, but I think, uh, you know, offensively, they have, they have a great, uh, great team there. Um, they just need to work on their defense. If they do that, then they could definitely make it um, and probably further. Uh, we'll see. Cheating here because they technically did make the playoffs. But um, depending on how certain rumors go, let's trade. Maybe the Bears could be in the play. Can can make it further in the playoffs. So they were they were in the wild card round. Um, but you know, I think their main handicap right now is the lack of a quarterback. Uh, and 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 between Trubisky and Foles, um, there I think they're both to blame there. Um, and maybe the staff too, the coaching staff. Um, but I think they have the weapons there to 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 win. Um, but yeah, I think if if they do get Wentz, and I'm still very confused why you were. I don't know. It's like, hey, Doug Peterson's leaving because you know we want to keep Wentz, is what I heard, and we got rid of Peterson. Now we're getting rid of Wentz. I don't know. Kind of weird. I mean, if Wentz goes there, I think they have a pretty decent shot. You know, Wentz with like an actual like top tier wide receiver and Allen Robinson, I think it would be pretty dangerous. And Mooney and Gabriel. I think they have a good wide receiver staff. Anyway, so that's it for me. I would like to change my answer to the Cardinals because I like that way better. Um, I don't know why I picked an AFC team when, like, there were already 10 and 6 AFC teams not making finals yeah. <laughs> last year. And I decided to pick, like, a, I don't even know what they were, like, 5 and 11 team or something. They, like yeah. That. <laughs> they were um, outside, though. They may have been 6 and 10. I don't know. Sure. Um, yeah, I Cardinals, I guess I was thinking in my mind that they did make it because I was always like all year thinking that they were better than they were. Yeah. I'm glad I was able to persuade you. So our next award uh, is for the person we think is most likely going to be a sophomore bust. So somebody uh, who had a good season this year. I, I, di- I don't really want to say that my person's going to be a bust. I think they're just going to not do as well as they did this year. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. I'll, I'll accept that. And I picked. Who's that? I picked Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts. Interesting. I did too. Well, he's. I do lists, so he's on my list. Oh my gosh, that's interesting. Uh, so I I'll, thought that was a stretch. So I'd like to hear what you have to say. I'll, I'll explain my reasoning, and then I'm interested in hearing. I'll yours. let you explain your reasoning. Uh, one, Marlon Mack was hurt a lot of this year, uh, and I think him coming back. If he comes back, there's also rumors that like potentially, hey, the right. uh, Eagles offense or Eagles head coach was the offensive coordinator there. Why don't you come on over? Uh, which, awesome. yeah, because I think like Mac, Mac. I think Mac is a, a super underrated running back, Personal and I team. think he would have to take some time away from Taylor if he's still yeah. there. You know, if yeah. they were smart, they would definitely get him on the field as well. Also, I don't know what's going to happen. 
at quarterback for them. True. Uh, with Philip Rivers retiring, uh, Philip Rivers this year, you know, the team kind of relied more on the run. But who's to say if they don't get a young quarterback who likes to throw the ball around, or even if they end up going towards like a mobile quarterback who likes to run the ball himself, uh, that's definitely going to take away. So I think the question mark at quarterback there means that they could potentially look elsewhere to get that offensive production and not rely as heavily on him. Yes, I agree with all of that. Um, yeah, I didn't honestly, I really didn't think about the quarterback situation. For me, it was mostly just like how Indy just kind of utilizes their running backs. I, I mean, now you kind of get the, it's common to have a running back by committee. Um, but I just saw the early on, there's very inconsistent usage between Taylor, Hines, and I guess a third one, I forget. Um, but they have like they have like three or four um, viable backs, you know, if they keep Mac. And I think you're just going to see, see his. Um, rushing share um go down significantly and maybe he won't be as productive um yeah i don't know i i just think he just he won't um perform uh, any, i don't know if he had like a particularly great year just with how volatile it was um, but i think later on i think they started getting to the rhythm of figuring out oh maybe we should lead with him but then yeah matt comes back and i think that that might change and that they started using Hines a bit more as well so um, it's it just with that type of running back scheme, I think it's going to be very hard for him to have a breakout um, year next year. That's, that, that's my reason. Who else you got? Um, I want to say it was like a fantastic year, but Chase Claypool, I don't know. I just think, I mean, he was probably underutilized this year, but on um, I saw him as like the receiver that will probably kind of fall into, fall into obscurity, I think. Um Sure, he had a few breakout games, um, but I just think, you know, he's just not going to do well. I have no reasons for that. It's just, it's just a feeling in my heart, um, which, you know, it's football. It's football. Football is all it's, about feelings in your heart. All about feelings. You know, screw these numbers. But speaking of numbers, I will talk about Justin <laughs> Herbert. So, <laughs> um, the reason, so I actually have Justin Herbert here, um, mostly for speculation. Uh, I think he, you know, he, he did put up numbers. Um, but I was just looking some things about his stats and you see most of his production came from being pressured. Um, and when he was actually, uh, protected standing in the pocket, he didn't do very well, which is kind of something you don't want in a quarterback. So, um, as, as long as your, you know, offensive line is set up to like, let people through and pressure him, then sure. He'll probably do well. Um, but I don't have any, like, he'll, he'll also get hurt like three weeks into hurt. the yeah. season. You can't, you get can't hurt. do that with your quarterback. Exactly. <laughs> um so so we'll see what happens there um but yeah i wish him the best of luck but i don't it, it might be tough just i think he'll have a tough time next uh next i was gonna say next semester um next next school year i guess as a sophomore i think he'll he'll he might have a sophomore slump speaking of having a tough time our final award for our nfl awards this is one that you recommended that i uh ran with and i think this one is fun Someone you'd like to see Derek Henry stiff on. <laughs> I think for this, it doesn't have to be NFL related. <laughs> I'm so glad because my person is not NFL related. Good, yeah, that's what, that's what I chose too. We didn't have those explicit instructions, but I think we both kind of knew what we meant by that. All right, who, I'm interested in hearing yours. So I have here Ben Shapiro, specifically <laughs> when he's in a cowboy hat and boots, which is definitely a picture that's out there. Please look it up. It's hilarious. It's the most out of place thing you would see it's like him next to like a truck that's 
four, five times taller than him. With him trying to like feel manly, um, it's it's quite funny. Um, I don't want to go. I could I could list a whole bunch of people, but I don't want to take someone off of your list. Um, but yeah, no, for me, Ben Shapiro. He definitely deserves more than a stiff arm from Derrick Henry, but I think um, that's a good start. That is a very good answer. Uh, and mine, I feel like, kind of went on similar, uh, as in a similar direction. Uh, I would love to see Derrick Henry stiff arm Matt Gates. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh my God. <laughs> See just that like, giant ass hair like fall when he gets so ridiculous. I would love to see the, the the look on his face when it's about to happen. I just want to see that the, his usual uh, greasy smirk leave his face and just have fear for once in his life. And uh, just him afterwards talking about how oppressed he was when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And how we're censoring him when he's on national television. We have two more sections that I'd like to talk about before trivia. What is something that bothers you about the NFL? You know, this is something I actually kind of forgot to think about. Um, but for me, over the last few years, just mm, for me, actually a couple things now that I think about it. Um, Honestly, right now, I think it's starting to get better. But for me, sometimes I don't understand what it, a catch is in the NFL. Something that's so fundamental to the sport can actually be very complicated. I get that. But the fact that there were times the NFL didn't know what a catch was and that impacted a lot of games annoys me. And I think we're starting to <laughs> – I think there are certain changes um, – to help with this so i think we're trending in the right direction but i don't know it was kind of weird last something that weirdly came up in the last few years uh, and then for me personally i guess i need to read the rules but i'm like what is a football move <laughs> then you just kind of start going down a different rabbit hole um but i think i think it's getting better um a football think, move again depends on what team that you're on of course uh, because certain teams can only move in certain. If you watched Queen's Gambit, you'd know this. Oh, right, right, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really wanted there to be an NFL team called the Knights, and I was going to say that they can move in an L because that's the only chess move I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, God, that would be cool. Uh, no, I feel like there is like a Knights um, hockey team. Anyway, I could be very wrong. That's Las um, Vegas. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, see, we know hockey. Um, sports i think um what else i mean for a while there just just general officiating this isn't this is something that you could say about all sports how the officiating is is terrible it seems to favor one team i think that's still a valid criticism sometimes um uh nfl's response to certain things when it comes to um mental health, CTE, that's still kind of ongoing. I think people, a lot of people forgot about it, but um, I don't know. I, I, I think they're doing better in terms of stopping certain types of hits, um, but I think they could do a bit more um, in, in addressing the, the, the types of injuries that the sport, um, you know, imparts on these players. Anyway, that's, I think for me, that's about it. Maybe if you start talking, I'll think of other things. My main concerns, obviously I didn't take a lot of like the other issues 
like the bigger issues that I don't think uh, could get changed anytime recently without oh, like yeah. huge like systemic change to the organization. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, it just it really bothers me when they're like, "Oh, the coach has challenged the play." We'll show you a replay real quick. Cut to commercial. Come back from commercial. Oh, uh, by the way, during commercial, like the the referees have decided to overturn the decision. Like we don't get to see the refs make the call anymore. What is with that? It happens more than it should. And when it first happened to me, I'm like, oh, that must have been a weird TV thing. Sometimes that happens. No. <laughs> it happened on multiple occasions for different games, right? It's, it's like so they hard. have it set that like, oh, the officials are allowed to take like, you know, a minute or a minute and a half to decide. So we're just going to play commercials for a minute and a half, regardless of whether or not they like decide early yeah. or something like that. And it's just like, it's like a little thing, but it's like, this is part of the game that we're missing. Yeah. And it's like, really, it's like, not a, you know, it's not a small part of the game. This is something that could turn the tide. And it's, a, it's just leaving us at the edge of our seat and then with no, uh, no reward. Um, it's like, oh, by the way, this happened. There's a particular, I feel like this really is the worst part was when it was during the Eagles game, I think. And like, I had no idea what was going on afterwards. I still didn't know like what the call was. <laughs> I was so confused. And then that's a good one. That's my biggest concern, not concern, biggest issue. And then uh, sometimes I feel like, and this, I guess both of my concern are not necessarily as much with the NFL, but with the actual broadcasting, some of the camera angles, like I just want to see the sky cam. I just want to see the traditional like part where you can see the whole field and you like before the quarterback snaps the ball. Don't be like moving around looking at all this other stuff and then all of a sudden the ball is snapped and they're like trying to figure out like just stay where you should be with the camera. And kickoffs, it's like, yeah, let's get all these crazy camera angles on kickoffs. Yeah, they're just they're too cute with it and it's annoying. Which can we bring back kickoffs? Like I, I miss those. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Another thing I will mention since you got me thinking now: uh, onside kicks. Um, the success rate is very low to be of any interest. It's like, you know, more time. It's around seven, maybe under seven percent success rate for onside kicks, at least this past season or prior seasons. Um, that initiated a rule change for it. Um, Although there was one during the playoffs that I thought was really cool. Oh yeah. That was some cool stuff. Um, that was actually, I did not expect that. So I guess it makes those moments really crazy, exciting. Um, but still, I think it definitely does affect coaches decisions um, when it comes to, and it definitely favors the receiving um, team. Um, so I think changing that would kind of make the, the some certain games more interesting. Um, and yeah, and I'm tired of seeing kickoffs go to the end of the end zone and the back of the end zone and like 90% of the time, no one's going to return that. So yeah, change the kicking stuff, please. Thank you. Well, speaking of changes happening in the NFL, I brought this question up that I wanted to discuss with you. Uh-oh. Is the NFL turning into the NBA? What I mean by that uh, is you're starting to see, like, I feel like my entire life growing up, just oh, like 
NFL players did not get traded that much. And from my very minimal understanding of the NBA is that happens all the time. No, okay. Maybe that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's true. And I feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean now. Yeah. You see someone like LeBron who's been on many different teams over his career. Yeah. That's most, yeah. a lot of yeah. times somebody yeah. will stay with a team their whole career or they'll stay with, it'll be like Peyton Manning. They'll stay with their, for almost all of their career. And yeah. then the last couple of years Maybe somewhere else. Yeah. But even that seems like not as common, especially with big name people like that. But then yeah. you've got, you know, this huge trade, the Jared Goff, uh, Matthew Stafford one that actually happened last yeah. week when we were doing our wow. podcast, I think. Um, things like that, where you're just like franchise people. And then you've got players wanting out of their contracts who are then getting yeah. traded and things like that. What's happening potentially with uh, Watson and it seems most likely going to happen with Wentz. And then... You've got people like Tom Brady who decide I'm going to go somewhere else with better players where I think I can win a championship better. And then I'm, yeah. And then I'm going to bring in some other people who I want to come play with me, like Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski. They brought in Leonard Fournette. I just feel like there's this shift in the NFL where people are not like staying with the same teams and team like players are shifting around seems like they're trying to build these like teams specifically to win a championship this year. It just seems for, again, from my very limited experience with the NBA, it seems very NBA like. No. Okay. I, I kind of see where you're going with that. And um, I don't really think about that too much, but I can see that it's like these NFL players are being a bit more vocal. Um, not that the NBA isn't like a team sport, but you know, it's, it's highly concentrated around, you know, these, these NBA stars that can, you have one in your team that could change the entire course of your um, uh, season trajectory. Um, and I think you're definitely seeing like, and NFL players being like, Hey, like I can do so much for like, I can do so much for this team. Maybe I'm being underutilized. I'm being underpaid here. I can do so much better elsewhere. Um, and, and I guess something is changing uh, where they're emboldened to, to, to be more vocal and make those changes. Um, like Watson, I think, is being very, very vocal about not liking it in, in, uh, in Houston. So, um, yeah, I don't real quick, though, I'd also argue that and the NBA is kind of becoming like the NFL when it comes to uh, the coaches are allowed challenges now, um, which I agree with one commentator. I he very vocal. I forget who it was, um, but he's very vocal about that. And I think you're only allowed one challenge, um, but it's really weird. It changes. It, it just, it's not basketball. I hate it. Um, and it shouldn't be in the game. It, it definitely changes, uh, changes the game. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, no, I, I think I agree with you. It'd be interesting to see what happens. Um, maybe contracts will change. We'll see. Going off of that, uh, it reminds me, what we were talking about before we actually started recording in that, you know, fouls in the NBA is something that's part of the game, trying to get, you know, a foul call, things like that. I feel like that's starting to happen in the NFL, particularly with like pass interference. Yeah. Like you're trying to get pass interference called on somebody or things like that. And it just, I don't know. It's, or, you know, people are kind of like flopping in the NFL to try and get penalties (laughs) called. So true. Um, the the frauds, um, the, the Steelers. They um, there's a game in particular where most of their t- 
touchdowns were off of – I forget what game that was, but I think it was against the Colts. Most of their touchdowns were off of pass interference. Like the three out of four times they were in the end zone were, were because of like long pass interference calls that got them there. Um, so they probably wouldn't have gotten there for, um, without them. So, yeah, you can see how it can change the game. So that was my thought on yeah. – uh, now, obviously, you're never going to get to the point in the NFL, even though NFL contracts are starting to get uh, ridiculous. They're not going to rival NBA contracts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. So that's a fun thing. All right, let's do some trivia. Trivia. Let's do it. I need Sports to start writing trivia. down who went first. Yeah, we need to start doing that. Um, also, oh, we're four. I, it's four to two to one. <laughs> That's right. We had that because we tied last week. I think. I asked you first because I remember I kept skipping Tom. That's right. So I, I can ask you first this time. Yes. Let's do that. Let's do that. Um, so you know, in light of the festivities this weekend, um, for those who are going to watch the big game um i may not i don't know we'll see just really busy um but you know in celebration of that event the big game uh i have trivia that is with theme of the big game um so without further ado number one what is the only team slash city i think i can make that distinction in the nfl to neither host nor play in the big game is it A, Cleveland Browns, B, Jacksonville Jaguars, C, Detroit Lions, or D, Houston Texans? And I do say city because that would also include um, not hosting, you know, the city not hosting. Uh, an, Wait, an did NFL you do four game. options? I did. Um, <laughs> a, Cleveland Browns, B, Jacksonville Jaguars, or C, Detroit Lions? I know the city of Jacksonville has hosted several Super Bowl, big games. <laughs> You're gonna have to cut that. <laughs> Nobody listens to this, uh, including the big game uh, in 2004 that the Eagles played in was in Jacksonville. So I know the city of Jacksonville has hosted. So I don't know if I'm gonna go with the Detroit. Ooh, uh, it's uh, Cleveland Browns. Damn, that was the other one. So, yeah, did, so did Detroit make it to a Super Bowl, or did they the did city? not? Oh, definitely not the not the team. Uh, so the Steelers defeated the Seahawks by a score of twenty-one to zero in this game that was played on February fifth, two thousand six, at Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan. I did not figure out what Super Bowl that was. The big game that was. What number game that was? Big. Um, but yes, so they did. so it was the the Cle- the Cleveland Browns have neither been to a Super Bowl or hosted a big game <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think either team had been to a big game but I was like I mean both of these I feel like are not very good options to host a Super Bowl so I was like who, yeah yeah no nah, totally who's, who hosted a big game <laughs> Cleveland or Detroit right oh I was hoping uh I don't know just like the Browns have had such terrible luck. I was hoping you would. Just... Do you remember the last time that there was a big game 
in a northern city when they had it in New York, and everybody got so pissed because it was so cold. And they're like, we're never oh, doing any of these yeah. like northern cities again. Which it's like it should be part of the game. Like yeah, that's potentially playing the cold. It's I mean, maybe because we were we were we grew up in the northeast, we were just used to football being cold weather. It. I mean, obviously they played like in Minnesota afterwards, but they have the dome, so it really doesn't matter. All right, moving on. Number two, how many teams have never won a the big game? Is it A eight? B, 11, or C, 12? Has something to do with hosting. Now we're just talk, strictly talking about being at the big game. How many have never won? Have never won. Can you go over the number again? Is it A, 8, B, 11, or C, 12? So they could have gone. All of those seem really high, considering there's only 32 teams. Right? It's crazy. I'm going to go with the 8. Oof, it is 12. It's the higher number. Wow, really? It's harder than I thought. Um, yeah, I was hoping you would like kind of go through it. So it's the Falcons, Panthers, Cardinals, Titans, Bills, Chargers, Vikings, Bengals, Browns, Jaguars, Lions, and Texans. I guess I was thinking there's not that many who haven't been. I guess I didn't right. I didn't Sorry. think about how many have actually won. Although I, I did, you, I did, you did specify. Like, you like, specify. like the Falcons. They've been there, but they did not win. They won the first half of that one game. <laughs> That's true, which is also against the, the Patriots, which is also the biggest comeback in the big game history. All right. I got to get start getting some answers right. Right? Maybe I'll pull away with a win this week. Um, name the two – sorry. Name the only two players to win back-to-back the big game MVP awards. Oh. Is it A, Tom Brady and Joe Montana? B, Tom Brady and Terry Bradshaw, or C, Bart Starr and Terry Bradshaw? These are really hard. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to make the answers like somewhat like, maybe not for the last one, but I don't know. There might be a name in here that's just there to throw you off. I'm trying to think who, because there's only been... so many teams who have actually won back-to-back big games. And so I feel like Tom Brady, although some of those big games, he didn't win the MVP, but I feel like most of them he did. Maybe he did for all of them. Can you go over the answers again? Uh, A, Tom Brady and Joe Montana. B, Tom Brady and Terry Bradshaw. Or C, Bart Starr and Terry Bradshaw. I'm just going to go with A. No, sorry. No. <laughs> Bart Starr and Terry Bradshaw. I use really? Tom Brady as a red herring. Tom Brady is a red herring? Oh, oh, oh. He hasn't won back-to-back big game MVPs? That's correct, from my understanding, from the website I pulled this from. That might be wrong, so maybe I'll do my. Re- uh, I'll look back into it and reward your points. If that's At this point, I just have to get an answer right. Any answer. Um, I don't know what number this was. Four. Um, what was the first team, or who was the first team to win five the big games? Was it A, Steelers, B, Patriots, C, 49ers, or D, Packers? So I feel like my trivia last week was very easy. So I needed to... Now you specified the D this time. Does that mean 
I always you, specify the D. Um, you gave me four options this time. Does that mean the answer is D? Oh, uh, you know what? I, sorry, I meant to take one off. Um, this might help you. Um, is it A, Steelers, B, Patriots, or C, 49ers? I mean, no, because if I had to pick four teams that it could possibly be, these would have been the four teams. <laughs> you couldn't have thrown, like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to help you out too much. I'm trying to think of another, I can't think of another team. All right. Is it A, Steelers, um, B, wait, yeah. <laughs> I can't even think of a team. B, um, no, well, it's the only one who that, actually went to uh, Eagles or C, 49ers. So that should help you some. I mean, out of the three of them, though, the Patriots were the one I thought the least. Because as soon as you asked, I was like, all right, it's the 49ers or the Steelers. I'll let you know I'm indifferent to this team. That helps. Doesn't, I don't think. You know my, you know my feelings about this other team. My immediate guess was going to be the Steelers just because they've been around for a long time. Well, so have the 49ers. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Oh, it was 49ers. Fuck. You know my stance to the Steelers <laughs> this year? This year? But I don't think you have like a general hatred. I kind of do. <laughs> I just don't like them. All right. I'm Give so me this sorry. last question so, for an answer. This, um, okay, which one should We're not do? doing a sports podcast ever again. This is fucking stupid no. uh well i just gotta know how to do a medium uh difficulty trivia they're either too easy or too hard um which one should i give you we'll see i, I might give you an extra one just to no it. don't pity me uh, I, uh, maybe this might be better um we'll see who is the youngest coach to win a the big game a mike tomlin B, John Gruden, C, Ben McAdoo, <laughs> or yeah, that's it. So those three choices. <laughs> so that was like a, <laughs> that's why I wanted to ask this question just so I could throw a McAdoo in there. <laughs> you know why that's funny. <laughs> McAdoo, McAdoo. <laughs> <sighs> I immediately thought Gruden, but I feel like the way that you said Tomlin, you were like trying to give me the answer. <laughs> Mike Tomlin. It's Mike Tomlin. <laughs> oh, Mike Tomlin. Yeah. I don't know why when yeah, you see. said Mike Tomlin, I thought uh, Mike Holmgren. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he the old Packers coach like at the beginning? I don't know. I don't Not know. at the beginning. Like, at the very beginning. <laughs> when I was oh. uh, started watching. That was good. Well, here's a bonus one for you. Um, who scored the Chicago Bears' first rushing touchdown in the big game? Um, yeah. What would that be? 20. <laughs> Who's that? Mike Holmgren. Oh, Mike Holmgren. I don't know. Bonus question. Who scored the Chicago Bears' first rushing touchdown in the big game? 20. Is it A, Matt Suhi, B, Matt Forte, or C, Will Forte. Wait, the big game 20? Yeah. That was a while ago. big game. <laughs> that was a long yeah. time ago. Wasn't that? Yeah, that was like 30-some years ago. Crazy. Weird. So, so out of those three. <laughs> the first guy. 
You're right. Congrats. Uh, no, I just got an image to do the map four table, four table. I got it. You got it? All right. So All right. you got one right. I got one out of five. I assure you, I will not. Or I got one out of one, really, if we exclude the first four questions. True. True. All right. Chances are you're going to easily beat that. Question one. Which team scored the most points this season? Was it A, the Bills, B, the Packers, or C, the Chiefs? Damn, that's a very good one. Um, I'll say the Bills. I feel like they just scored a ton of points. The Bills scored 501 points this year. Second to the Packers with 509. Oh, that was a good, that was a good fake out. Okay. The Chiefs, 473. They were yeah, like they suck. fourth or fifth or something like that. Yeah, they suck. Um, okay. That's a good question. That's hard. Question two. I feel like the Packers had it. Anyway. Which team scored the fewest points this season? A, the Jets. B, the Jaguars. Or C, the Eagles. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's a good... No. Oh, man. Or is it D, Mike Holmgren? <laughs> <laughs> Will Forte. Um, shit. I gotta say the Jets. It's not even close. Jets had 243. Uh, Jaguars, 306. Oh, Eagles, God. 334. Oh, thank God. I was like, if somehow the Eagles... Like, I just didn't notice, but somehow the Eagles scored way less than the Jets, I would be shocked fun fact though the eagles point differential this year i believe was minus 84 <laughs> all right <laughs> which is nowhere near the worst in the league though by the way jets okay. was like 120 something minus that makes sense question i would have said eagles though for that one question three what famous play occurred thanksgiving 2012 in a game between the jets and patriots was it a the immaculate reception B, the tuck rule, or C, the butt fumble? Uh, no, I forgot the butt fumble later. Um, okay, what was the game? Thanksgiving 2012 between the Jets and Patriots. Jets and Patriots. Wait, was that? Was this a night game? It was. Okay. Um, was that the butt fumble? It was. I had to put oh, the butt okay. fumble in <laughs> I sometimes remember very specific things about some of my memories. It's just like, this had to be a night game because I remember remember the butt fumble taking place at night. (laughs) Fun fact, it's arguably considered the most embarrassing play in NFL history. (laughs) Of course, that probably has to come from the fact that we call it the butt fumble. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The Wikipedia, there's a Wikipedia page called the butt fumble game. (laughs) Oh, wow. Poor man, Mark Sanchez. That's probably, I mean, he probably has a lot of other more embarrassing, uh, not more embarrassing, but definitely a lot of embarrassing moments. So we're three questions in and you've already won, by the way. Awesome. <laughs> I'll take my win. Was that four, three, and one? Whatever. Let's hear him though. Oh, well, no, I'm going to keep going. So because this was supposed to be a sports podcast, I did branch out with my other questions. Okay. Okay. Oh, interesting. That's true. 
What team whose most recent NBA title came in 2018 was founded in Philadelphia in 1946? A, the Lakers, B, the Warriors, or C, the Pistons? Who won in 2018? Uh, well, definitely not the Pistons. Um, I don't know. The, I know the Pistons, but I don't know their abilities. Um, oh, that's interesting. I know the Warriors. The Warriors haven't really been relevant for how long? So the 20, 2020, hopefully cut this out. I'm just thinking um, what timing that would be. There's a time, there's such a drop off from the Warriors being relevant. But I, I want to say Warriors because I think they were like right at the end of like their win streak or something. I don't know. But so, then it could be Lakers. Oh, what are you going with? Well, the Lakers won last year. I don't know if they won that early because they weren't doing well until LeBron came. But LeBron came. Uh, this I don't really pay attention to other teams though. That's how I am with baseball. But I don't really, I don't know the history that well. But I feel like there's some like connection with Lakers and Philadelphia for some reason. Because Warriors are Warriors are. <laughs> Aren't they a relatively new team? I'll say Lakers. I just thought it was a fun fact that in 1946, the NBA team, the Philadelphia Warriors, were, existed. So I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know they were a team, and then they went to San Francisco, and then the Sixers came after in like 62 or 63 or 64, something okay. like that. Damn. So I was right the first one. Okay. So yeah. you always gotta, I always change it. You can't change it. Question five. Whatever. Which of the following numbers is the highest? A, the amount of games played by Ryan Howard. B, the um, Ryan Howard's career RBIs. Or C, Ryan Howard's career strikeouts. Ooh, strikeouts. <laughs> Ryan Howard played in 1,572 games. He drove in 1,194 RBIs and he struck out 1,843 times. So that is correct. Well, you know, um, you're up to bat three times. Roughly. roughly. And yeah, roughly, you know, in a standard nine inning game. Um, so three opportunities for him to strike out. Um and he would strike out two out of three times. Yeah, yeah. You know, mostly three out of three. Um, yeah, so you got to think for even, yeah, so that has to be higher. Yeah, that's interesting. That's why I thought, wasn't thought maybe you'd give him a benefit of the doubt and no, say no, maybe, no. He, maybe he drove in more runs or played yeah. more games at least. But Oh, no, no. I, I watched him play. <laughs> even for a little bit. <laughs> not, not even through his whole, season, his whole career. Um, Fun fact, do you know how many stolen bases he has in his career? Because I looked up his stats, oh. obviously, for this. Uh, I'll, say, I'll go upwards of two. Close. Twelve. Twelve. Wow. Including nine in the 2009 season. One season? <laughs> yeah. So, so if you take that season out, you, you were pretty close. Damn. It's crazy. I, I feel like I should have known that because I feel like I was still I was really watching them at that season. Hmm. Bonus question. 
What is Michael Jordan's career batting average with the Birmingham Barons? A, 202, B, 310, or C, 489? Uh, what was that, 202? Yes. Uh, I'll go with that one, the lower one. Yes. Just notoriously bad baseball player. Hot take, he was better at basketball. <laughs> Although better at batting than most Phillies players currently. I think he probably struck out his fair share of times as well. Probably, yeah. Well, it's fun. I enjoyed this, that. This was sports. Hopefully you stuck around for it. Um, even you're not uh, non-sports fans. Learned There's, a bit about sports, mostly football. but I, I doubt that any non-sports fans listened to this. I, well, I hope they will. I hope we, we, I hope we still have, you know, have you know, a small group of people who just listen to us just because they like the sound of our voices. Um, I mean, and like that us. would be nice for them to like the sound of our voices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't bet money on it. But I mean, I, I don't like the sound of my voice. But... Yeah. You still have not listened to a single one of these, have you? Uh, no, it has nothing to do with this. It's just my voice. I'd rather just not listen to it. And the shit I say. Because <laughs> that would just make me embarrassed. For myself. Well, this has been, we'll say an episode of Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I am Nick. I uh, will always be Nick. That's Yeah, that's what it is, right? <laughs> I mean, I usually say I have been Nick. And I'm just like, well, I will always be Nick. Really? I say I have been Nick? Yeah. Well, I've been oh. Nick. Maybe. I, I couldn't remember. Well, maybe, maybe if you've listened to these other... <laughs> I do. Know. I listen to them. <laughs> well, to our six listeners out there, I would just like to say... Super.